0: You're listening to Unshakable Minds. We're your hosts, Shelley DeLoyer and Kelsey Van Roon. We believe that your personal growth is the key to unlocking greater results, fulfillment, and impact in your business. Because you can
1: achieve any goal with an unshakable mind.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Unshakable Minds. This week on the podcast, Kelsey and I are diving into the question of, are you in a codependent relationship? With your business, I am so excited to dive into this one. I think it's such a great topic for all business owners and entrepreneurs who are especially questioning whether they're in a healthy relationship with their business or not. And um, if you're noticing that your business causes you a lot of stress, this is a a episode for you. Yes. And
1: first off, full disclosure. Shelly has a new puppy. I have a
0: puppy. We got him yesterday. He has literally been part of our family for like sixteen hours.
1: <laughs> so there may be some noises in the
0: background,
1: and Shelly's going to do her best to mute as needed. But just in case you guys hear little noises, that's what you hear. But it's a puppy.
0: A cute little puppy. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm so excited. So yeah, codependent relationship. This is. Been a really like this might be the lesson of 2021 for me. Mm. There's a couple of big lessons in 2021, but me realizing that I'm in a codependent relationship with my business has been a huge one, and what that means is if we look at like a codependent relationship in terms of just relationships, I found like a, a definition from and We'll drop that link in. This isn't about businesses. This is about relationships. But it says, in its simplest terms, a codependent relationship is when one partner needs the other partner, who in turn needs to be needed. This circular relationship is the basis of what experts refer to when they describe the cycle of codependency. The codependent self-esteem and self-worth will only come from sacrificing themselves for their partner, who is only too glad to receive their sacrifices. So this is interesting because there isn't really another person, like let's say, I mean, there could be other people in your business, but we're talking about you being in a codependent relationship with your business. Yes. And so it's really you and you for a lot of people, what that could look like, like what are signs that you are in a codependent relationship with your business? You know, it would be, is it causing you stress? Mm -hmm. And do you feel like you, there's I, I need to do, like, I'm also picturing um, when it's time to hire someone and you, and you don't want to release control, I'm picturing that kind of um, relationship as well. Like, you have to be the one to do the work. You have to be the one to, you know, if anyone else does it, they're going to do it wrong, right? And those aren't, whether or not someone might say, I feel that way, but I don't feel like I have a codependent relationship. Either way, it's not healthy. Right. So one of the things that made me realize that, and I think even bigger than the codependent relationship in my business, bigger than that was me realizing that my identity was tied up in the success of my business. So if my business didn't do good, or if my business were to fail, or if i'm having a you know bad week bad month bad year whatever it is that means i'm bad
0: there is so much in all of this like there is so much to unpack here because if we look at you know you have a relationship with your spouse you have a relationship with your children you have a relationship with your parents with your friends with your coworkers your team members whoever it is right we can easily identify relationships that we have with different people and you can look at your relationship and just kind of take a look at is this a healthy relationship is this a relationship that stresses me out or is it a relationship that brings me joy is it a relationship that i can't stop thinking about when you know i'm not even really in it i'm just doing other things but there's something about this person and this relationship that just stays on my mind and runs through my mind over and over and over again So I think we can all pretty easily imagine what that's like with people. And the same thing is definitely true with our business as well. So if it's causing you stress, it's the relationship between you and the business that is causing and creating the stress and that holds the stress. Mm -hmm. And I think what you're just starting to get into, Kelsey, around your identity is such a big piece. Because if you were to look at your relationship with your spouse for example for anybody listening if your relationship with your spouse becomes your identity now it's i am a wife and that's all i am or i am a husband and that's all i am like that is my entire identity that's not healthy we can see that in marriages very easily like you are so much more than your marriage mm-hmm. well sorry you same thing in your business if you identify as a business owner and that's it and this is my identity it's who I am Mm -hmm. now we've got a codependent relationship going on
1: and so how I kind of like came about this with myself was in just I don't know if it was journaling or just driving in the car and constantly thinking about my business and then kind of like thinking about remember when we would like we whoever right um you know, young love, you know, in our, you know, maybe early 20s, not speaking from experience at all. But when you're with somebody and you're like, I don't know who I am without you. Oh, right. Yes. So like that people no, can relate to.
0: Yeah. It sounds so romantic and like, we are one. complete. Me. Yeah. Yes. And now from where, you know, my level of, of training and experience now is like, oh no, that's a big red flag. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so as I was thinking about,
1: you know, being young and in love and being like, I don't know who I am without you. I was like, huh, I don't know who I am without my business. Mm -hmm. And that was the light bulb moment for me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and so much made sense after that. I had a lot of hangups that, you know, in the past that my friends don't get what I do or they don't get it because they're not a business owner. They don't get it, you know, whatever, um, which translated to it means they don't support me, which wasn't a hundred percent, like not true, like potentially true, but I don't know, but not true. Probably
0: not a hundred percent true, but maybe not true, but could be true. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. <laughs>
1: people are listening and they're like yes i get it i hope
0: <laughs> yeah just like that it's just like that
1: yeah and that's not a blooper that's actually the way kelsey's mind works when i realized that i don't know who i am without my business then that's when i realized whoa this is my business is is roped into my identity mm-hmm. um which sounds very codependent and that's how i started like thinking and talking about the term with shelly
0: yeah Okay. So let's take a look at how is this a problem? Like why does it matter if I wrap my business up in my identity and wrap my identity up in my business? Because I can just, and I don't know if this is true, but from my perspective, I'm imagining people listening being like, yeah, so like, yeah, it's true. I, you know, my business is who I am. So what? And I think it's one of these things that's not ne- necessarily a conscious problem, but can be quite unhealthy unconsciously. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, for me, it was a, it affected my relationships, right? It affected friendships and relationships. How? I thought people in my life should care more about me and my business.
0: Oh, because if they don't care about my business, they don't care about me. Right. And that's where we get in the NLP world, we refer to this as a complex equivalence.
1: Yes. Because I'm
0: equating people don't really care about my business. That means they don't really care about me. Right. And it's an unconscious equation that is repeating over and over and over again. So every time you go to talk to somebody about your business and they aren't that interested. Now it equates to this person doesn't care about me.
1: Yeah. So what would happen is I would go out with friends and then I stopped talking about my business because when I did, I kind of got crickets. So I stopped talking about it, but then I would go out with people and feel like I had nothing to say. (laughs)
0: right. Because if you are your business, what else is there to talk about? Right. So
1: that's one problem of how it affected my relationships. Yeah. And then also just the, you know, the constant, there will be circumstances that you can't control. And if your business succeeds, great. Well, if it has a bad turn, It will
0: make change very difficult for you. Mm. Right. Because it's it's so hard to stay objective and make objective decisions about something when it's wrapped up in who you are. So if something needs to change or you have
1: a decision to make, or maybe it will like maybe, you know, it will be time to close down business and start something else.
0: Mm -hmm. Or pivot into some pivot. Exactly. Or take on a partnership. Exactly. There's so many options. And have different
1: offers and not be known for what you're typically known for. That will feel a lot scarier to make that change. Yeah. Rather than it just being about business. Right. I'm trying out this new thing. I'm doing a little pivot. Cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so I think it's so important to like walk a line here because on one side, we've got caring about your business, which is good. Like if you don't care at all about the work you're doing, there's probably quite a bit missing. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah, care about the work you're doing and make sure it's, it's meaningful and it's purposeful to you. And it, it, you gain in balance with what you give. Yeah. You give your time, you give your energy, you give your thoughts, you give your dedication, you give so much. Are you gaining in return? So, yes, we want that. And we see so many people who are missing so much from their work where they're just, you know, I'm just doing it for the money or I'm just doing it for uh, the title or whatever it is, and it's not connected to what they care about. And that's not healthy. But on the other side, if you wrap yourself up in it so much that it becomes who you are and you lose sight of who you are outside of your business, also unhealthy. So there's this wine line to walk in the middle there's this wine (laughs) pour me a glass and everything will be okay there's this line to walk in the middle
1: and so I think like okay so damaging relationships codependent can damage relationships another sign that has become apparent to me in this past year is I had no hobbies Mm -hmm. and even though A part of my high-performance coaching and training, hobbies are important. Yeah. Like, hobbies are a part of my high-performance business coaching. Right. I I teach that, (laughs) but didn't clue in. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah, 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 but I'm just in startup mode. I'll get to hobbies later. Exactly. Right? I'll take vacation later. That's the mentality that I was running.
0: Yeah. I found myself, my, it's like my business was my business and also my hobby, Mm. like it's both. So I'm good because it is my hobby too, Mm -hmm. in addition to being my full-time business. Yeah. That was so sneaky. It's like, yeah, Yeah. I care about it and I want to do it and I can't turn it off, which was another sign. Yes. It's like, oh, I'm out doing other things. I'm out for dinner with my husband. And all I kind of think about and what we talk about is work. And, you know, I'm doing something with neighbors or with friends and I think about work and it just wouldn't turn off. And I think for me,
1: what made it even worse is majority of the time I wasn't just thinking about work. I was worrying. Right. About work. Stressing about work. Stressing
0: about
1: the right decisions, the right programs, the right where am I going? Oh, I didn't do this. I'm supposed to email my list twice a week. I'm supposed to, I should do this. I should do that. It would cause me a lot of stress. It was a constant turmoil.
0: Right. I think a great reflection activity for anybody listening who wants to sort of evaluate like, I don't know, am I? In a codependent relationship with my business, you know, is it, is it more stress than it is fun? Things like that is to ask yourself or start the sentence in journal, starting the sentence, my business is, and then do bullet points and just see what comes up. Yeah. Being in business is, yeah. And are you getting answers? Like my business is fun. My business is prosperous. My business is... You know, creating an impact in the world or my business is stressful. My business is taking over my life. My business is failing.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And what meaning do we then attach to that? Because I think where we take a look at the meaning is where we can better understand is it attached to your identity or is it just its own thing? If my business is failing and I take a look at it and I say, okay, my business is failing. So now what? Right? That is objective. It's looking at facts. It's saying, I am not hitting goals. I'm not generating enough income. I'm not creating the impact I set out to create. However, you're measuring success in your business and saying, okay, that's not happening. So now what? From an objective place, from an objective point of view, that's all good. But if it's my business is failing and that means I'm a failure, Mm -hmm. That means I suck. That means I'm not good enough. That means I couldn't do it. That means I don't deserve success. Mm -hmm. I'm not working hard enough. Right. I'm not smart enough. I don't know what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. Right. I think another really cool activity, which if you've been in the personal growth world at all, it, um, A recommended activity is if, let's say you have a problem with a certain person, write a letter to that person to start identifying what's going on. Or if you've got a poor relationship with money, write a letter to money so that you can see the limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. and also as a way to forgive money, let's say, for not being as abundant as you would like it to be or whatever, right? right? I think you could write a letter to your business. That would be a really cool activity.
0: I did this in a in a QCP session before where I forgave my business. Mm. And it was basically business I forgive you for and then listing and saying out loud all of the things my business had taken from me, all of the things I didn't like about it. Mm-hmm. Business I forgive you for taking so much of my time. Business I forgive you for consuming my mind. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and for uh, those of you,
1: just let me interrupt for a second. For those of you that don't know, QCP is called the quantum change process. It's a modality that both Shelley and I do. It's a modality that's based in forgiveness in order to move you beyond certain blocks in relationships, life, business. Uh, so that's what we're talking about there in QCP sessions. And it's something that we do with ourselves um, with another practitioner, um, on a regular basis, just to exactly. Whatever, clear it's like away, when you some know, stop. there's
0: something stopping you, there's something blocking you, but we just can't quite put our finger on like what is getting in the way here. QCP is how we get down into the root, identify it, heal it, resolve it, release it. So business, I forgive you for, and then also business. You made me feel like, how does your business make you feel? And if it's stressing you out, if it's creating fear, if it's creating scarcity, if it's making you feel like you're not good enough or not smart enough or not worthy enough, then it's time to detach yourself and your identity and your worth from the results of your business. Ollie agrees. He's like, he just wants to send so much love to everybody who feels that way. Poor people, stop doing that. Don't be so hard on yourself. Thank you so much,
1: Sully. I really like the suggestions, especially that last one, just you know, writing out business I forgive you for and business you made me feel. Mm-hmm. Um, it can just really help people get in touch with the deeper relationship that is there, anyways, that is happening between you and your
0: business. So thank you, everybody for listening and we'll catch you next week. I'll just add as well, if anybody is interested in that quantum change process session or how it could work for you, uh, Kelsey and I are both taking on new clients. So feel free to reach out and we'll talk about how it can help. We'll see you next week. We're your hosts, Shelley DeLoyer and Kelsey Van Roon.
1: Thank you for listening to Unshakable Minds. To learn more about us and our work, head over to theunshakableminds.com. We'll see you next episode.